0: Listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Sarah. And I'm Abby. Today we're going to talk
1: about what we want more of, what we want less of, and what is just right in our lives. But first, let's catch up on life lately. What's new with you, Sarah? I
0: went with the kids to our first family public meeting last week. There was a public meeting about the park near our house Mm. and they're going to redo it next year. And so they were looking for input. Nice. And so the kids and I had been talking about it because we go to that park all the time. And I let them know there was a meeting and they expressed some interest. And I was like, yes, civic engagement. (laughs) Let's do it.
1: Y'all are like so
0: Parks and Rec. (laughs) (laughs) So the three of us went and I'm glad we did. I thought there would be so many more people there. There was one other person. (laughs) Wow. I gave public comment. The kids didn't want to give official public comment, but afterwards, they got to go up and look through all the catalogs of the Mm. different playground equipment and put sticky notes on the things that they liked and talk to the parks people. So that was really fun. And I felt like it was overall a positive experience. I love that.
1: What is new with you? Listeners may remember that not too long after I finished the chicken coop, Part of a giant tree fell on it and ruined the roof. And the coop itself was fine because I'm an amazing builder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are. (laughs) But the roof was destroyed, so I replaced the roof. And at the same time that that had happened, the chain-link fence that separated our yard from our neighbor's yard, where the tree was and fell from, Mm -hmm. was destroyed. But because we don't have a dog and the chickens Mm -hmm. were not going to fly over that fence... And my kids know to stay in the yard. I just wasn't that worried about it. Sure. It was unsightly, but there were, like, vines and things growing. So, like, during the summer, it would get green, even though it was still Mm -hmm. sort of, like, lumpy looking. But that house next to us is managed by a property management company. And I'm not sure if they own it Mm -hmm. and rent it or if they manage it on the actual owner's behalf. But anyway, some new tenants moved in there. So we have new neighbors. And they have a dog that I think they were worried about jumping over the fence. Mm -hmm. So yesterday I got home from work and the fence looked shiny and tall. And so (laughs) they had fixed it (laughs) during the day without me even knowing, without me paying anything, without me even having to do any mental work around it. I just ignored it and then someone else fixed it. If only all of our problems were solved that way. I'm so happy about it. Now let's talk about what we've been reading.
0: What's your book, Sarah? I finished reading The Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. I had avoided reading this book. This is the same author that wrote Station Mm Eleven, which I loved. But I read her follow-up novel, The Glass Hotel, and I just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I found it kind of boring and hard to get through. And Mm. at the end, I felt like I didn't get it, which is not my favorite way to feel at the end of a book. Fair. So I sort of just felt like, meh, I'm not going to try this one. But at book club, several people said that they loved it Mm. and that it was really different from her previous one. So I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a try. The novel starts in Canada around the turn of the 19th century and then has these short little vignettes so you get to know somebody and then you jump forward in time mm. and get to know somebody else and jump forward. But they're all connected because they're trying to solve the mystery of this strange event that happened. Mm. I don't want to say too much more because part of the fun is not knowing a lot mm-hmm. as you go into it. Yeah, She does such a great job of having you get to know a character in just a few paragraphs or pages. Mm. This is a short book and there was a lot put into it, but you really felt like you got to know the people and the essence of them. So I loved that. I also think she has a beautiful way of saying things and commenting on the world and society as a whole. Mm. I found myself highlighting multiple passages that I'm still thinking about and turning over in my head. So I really loved that. And then I also liked that in the book, there was an author that had written a book about a pandemic Mm. and then lived through a pandemic. Mm. And it felt really (laughs) autobiographical of her talking about what it was like to be an author in that exact same position. So I sort of loved that meta nature of reading those pieces. Mm -hmm. It was a great book. I gave it five stars. I thought it had an interesting premise, really engaging, lots to think about. I would recommend it, especially to people like me who maybe didn't like The Glass Hotel as much, Mm. but did like Station Eleven. I would give this book a chance. Sounds awesome. What is your latest book?
1: I recently read Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry. This is a cozy fantasy book about Viv, an orc who's decided to stop being a hired fighter slash bounty hunter and open a coffee shop. Okay. But the trouble is that no one in the town where she is knows what coffee is. (laughs) (laughs) This is such a sweet but not sickeningly sweet book. Mm -hmm. It had the feel-good vibes of other cozies that I've loved, and there's a little queer romance sprinkled through So I Mm -hmm. would absolutely recommend this. It was very comforting, and I am looking forward to the prequel, which is coming out sometime this year, I think. Sounds interesting. Let's move on to our topic for today, less and
0: more. Sarah, what are some things you want more of in your life? I would like more consistent early bedtimes. I would like this for everyone in my family, but most specifically for me, because I can't control Everyone else in my family. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And I think part of the challenge has been the kids staying up later, and then I am wanting that quiet adult time afterwards. Mm. But if they're not going to bed until between 8.30 and 9, then I feel like I need that hour from 9 to 10. But I am really so much happier when I turn off the lights before 9.30, really around 9.15, I think is my sweet spot. Mm -hmm. So I would like to have more days in my life where that is true.
1: Sounds amazing. I would like to have more fruit plants at my house. Mm. We have blackberry vines that are along our back fence and blueberry bushes that are along the side of our yard. Mm -hmm. The blueberries have been less successful because the chickens can get to those. So they Mm -hmm. eat the fruit when it's really little And even before that, they eat the blossoms that are supposed to become fruit. Mm -hmm. The blackberries have me really excited because they're leafing out right now. And they are just looking like they're going to be lush and amazing. Mm -hmm. But the new fence has made me think that I can plant something along there. So earlier today, I was looking at raspberry canes that are successful in warmer weather Mm -hmm. to see whether there are any cultivars that would work in Alabama. And I
0: think there are some. So this may be coming true for me soon. Mm, I hope that it does. My second one is that I would like more time spent with my family members individually, both with the kids and with Neil. I think as a family of introverts, it's really easy for all of us to spend time alone And Mm. not make those plans. And it's always so fun and have a different, deeper kind of conversation when we're getting to spend that time one-on-one. I do have a plan with E for next month. I got us tickets to the play Annie. Mm. And so we're going to go out to dinner together before and then go see the play. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm trying to think of something to get on the calendar with HP as well. Both kids now, I feel like this middle elementary years, they have so many fun, interesting things to say and are just a real joy to hang out with. And of course, I love spending time with my spouse also.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My next one is similar. I want more downtime Hmm. by myself, Mm -hmm. with my family, with my husband, without the kids around. All of it. I want more time where we can just be together. Maybe that looks like going out and doing a thing, but maybe that just looks like hanging out without a whole lot of pressure about needing to be to the next thing or needing to Mm -hmm. do a thing while we're hanging out. I just want downtime.
0: My final one is that I would like to have more clothes. (laughs) I have always had a very minimal wardrobe and I love that. But then when things wear out, They really need to be replaced because I had two pairs of jeans. And right now, one pair doesn't fit great, and the other pair has holes in them, in the crotch. That's not great. (laughs) 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 And so I really need to get at least one more option. And looking ahead to the summer, I feel like I need one or two pairs of shorts that can just take me through. So I'm trying to still be an underbuyer. But Mm -hmm. keep up with the minimal level (laughs) required for my situation. (laughs) Sounds good. My last
1: one is spontaneous socializing. We have a good amount of things that we'll plan a camping trip with friends, and I really look forward to that. Or Mm -hmm. we'll plan a family trip where we can go and be social or we have our regular social times that we have with friends here. But I love the spontaneous socializing where someone's like, oh, we're going here. What are y'all doing? And we're like, we're in. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. more of that, especially this summer. I'm hopeful for it because it feels like a particularly like laid back summer thing to be
0: really Mm -hmm. spontaneous Mm -hmm. with the days being longer and the weather being nice. I love that idea. I think you're right that the weather makes such a difference, too, and the light, where it's easier to have those outside Mm -hmm. hangouts and with the kids not having to wake up for school in the morning, depending on what you're doing in the summer. But not having that pressure, I feel like, opens up to be more laid back and relaxed. Absolutely.
1: Okay, let's switch gears and talk about things you wouldn't mind having less of in your life.
0: So I said I wanted more clothes for me. I would like fewer clothes for E. We are super fortunate that we have a friend who gives us bags and bags of Mm hand-me-downs every year. And it is so fun to have all of those. It's so fun to look through them. I love not having to go shopping because that is not something I enjoy. So we just get to shop from the hand-me-downs. But I think we need to do a better job selecting the ones that she is really loving and wearing or seeing which ones rise to the top. Because really, she wears the same thing Mm -hmm. every week. There's a few favorite pieces, and she likes to wear them over and over, which is great. But her dresser drawers are packed full. Yeah. Because when we go through, it's like, oh, no, I do like that. It's like, well, you like it, but you haven't worn it in three months. Mm -hmm. So one of our plans is to clean the kid's room. It is just desperately in need of some time investment (laughs) by all parties, and to go through with her to pick out the things that she's really wearing and then the things that maybe she's not wearing but doesn't want to get rid of Mm -hmm. and just put them in a box. So we don't have to say goodbye quite yet. But having that extra space, it feels hard to put away her laundry because the drawers are so full. And then I feel like we have all these perfectly good clothes that we can be passing on to neighbors that have younger kids. Yeah, And so it feels like the clothes are going to get more use if we're – doing a better job curating what she has.
1: Yeah, that makes sense for sure. My first thing I wouldn't mind having less of is school drop-offs. Currently, Mm, we have one for each of my Mm -hmm. children, which also equates to two pickups, which is also Mm -hmm. not my favorite. This summer, we're going down to zero because my schedule at work will be such that I will be home with the kids Tuesday through Friday, which Mm -hmm. I love. And then Pepper will go to pre-K at Plum School in August, so then we will only have one drop-off and one pickup, and I cannot wait.
0: You are going to be living the dream. I'm so excited for you. I am, too. Another thing I would like to have less of is clutter in our house. In January, I was really feeling that New Year's energy. We were doing such a great job about all of us spending a few minutes picking everything up at the end of the day. And then now that we're here in March, we're all just a little more tired, (laughs) just slogging through these last days of winter. I got busy with school stuff again and just couldn't get it together to kind of do that decluttering, putting away push at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And it really does make such a difference to me in our living space, in particular, if it is picked up. So I'm hoping we can do a reset. I don't have immediate plans to do so because it's not that high on my priority list, Mm -hmm. but it is certainly something I would like to have less of in my life. Yeah. Less things sitting on the bench that need to be put away. (laughs) Totally. It also seems hard with how y'all use your
1: house in winter, though. Mm -hmm. that you have less living space. So it probably needs to be less cluttered, but then it's harder because you're all in it.
0: Yes. And part of why I'm not feeling like, oh, okay, this is something I need to tackle this weekend right now is that when the back room is finished and Neil and I move in and the kids have separate rooms and we're going to have more storage space, it just feels like it's going to be easier to maintain. So I sort of feel like I'm holding on until we get to that point. And I know I would enjoy it more in the interim if we were doing a better job, but it really feels like something we'll be able to get a better handle on in the not too distant future. So I'm looking ahead, hopefully, to that time. Nice. Another
1: thing I wouldn't mind having less of is clothes for myself. So Mm. I have historically really like to have a lot of clothes and a lot of choices and mm-hmm. tended to shop my feelings. Like I really like TJ Maxx and Marshalls, these places where you can get deals and get fashiony things. But there are two things that have really made me rethink my viewpoint on clothes. The first one is wearing scrubs for my job mm-hmm. three days a week and not having a choice to have to make to go to work is totally awesome. I really like it. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that I'm doing that I haven't talked about yet on the pod is wearing the same dress for 100 days. Mm-hmm. And this is through a company called Wool and and we'll link to it in the show notes, but they have what they call the 100-day challenge, where if you wear one of their dresses for 100 days, then they'll give you a $100 gift certificate to buy something else. Mm-hmm. And... I love it. I wear my purple Sierra dress from Wool and every day. If it's a day that I work, I put it on when I get home, Mm -hmm. put my scrubs in the laundry and put it on to lounge around the house. And if not, I wear it every day and no one notices that I'm wearing the same dress over and over. And it's really Mm -hmm. comfortable and it's high quality, good material, very soft, very breathable. It's a sleeveless dress, so I think it will go from cooler weather to warmer weather just fine. I have biked in it. I have taken walks in it. I go to the park with the kids in this dress, but you can also dress it up if you need to. So it is really making me rethink how many clothes
0: I need. Mm. I love this for you. You sent the challenge to me as well, and I looked into doing it and even ordered a dress, and then... I just realized, you know, I don't think I like wearing dresses. So I'm not sure I want to commit to wearing a dress for 100 days in a row. But I am so glad to hear that it is working for you and that you're loving it. I really do. It's such a great idea to have fewer choices, fewer items to take care of, and be just as happy. Yep. And to not have my mental space taken up with Mm, the choice of it.
1: For me, it was, I think, even a bigger mental load than I
0: realized. Hmm. So interesting. My final one is plastic containers and their mismatching lids. (laughs) Yeah. We have a lot of former takeout containers that we use to pack our lunches and put things in the freezer and put leftovers in. And I'm not quite sure if it's just that it's stored in the wrong place or if we're storing it the wrong way. But it just feels like it's always a jumble. I can't find what I need. The kids struggle to put it away according to the system I envision. Mm. But I also haven't done a great job of communicating this system. And I also wonder if it's not the number of containers, if it's where they're being stored, that it's on this middle shelf. Mm. I wonder if it would be a better drawer situation. Mm. And I'd feel less irritated about it being a jumble if it was in an easier to access space. Mm -hmm. But something about that, our storage for food container system is not working (laughs) and needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. I thought I had addressed it because I moved it from this corner cabinet where it had very little space. And once we got the pantry, I moved out all the dried goods. And That's where they live now. Mm -hmm. But it's still not enough. They seem to have multiplied. Mm -hmm. It's not great. So I would like less chaos (laughs) in that part of my kitchen. Yeah, fair. And it's something I interact with multiple times every day. And I think it's those kind of little frustrations that when you can solve it, just really makes a difference, even though it seems like something so minor.
1: You're right. My final thing that I would like fewer of is cars. (laughs) We still have two mm-hmm. cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would really like to only have one car. I cannot convince my husband to sell our car that we had for years and years, but I'm still working on him and I think I might
0: get there. <laughs> At some point the car is just going to die, right? Yes, fingers and then it'll crossed be time to get rid of it.
1: Fingers crossed <laughs> it will die on its own. <laughs> the trouble is it's a Honda Civic and I'm afraid it's got like another 40,000 miles till it's
0: really dead. <laughs> I'll be sending out vibes for changing hearts and minds <laughs> in your house. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Sarah, what are you happy having an abundance of? Plants. Oh, yes. house plants in particular. Mm-hmm. I have more than I can adequately care for. <laughs> they are living a not unhappy life. But maybe not their happiest life in my house, (laughs) but they bring me a lot of joy and I'm doing my best Uh and I just love seeing them. I'm not big on decorating and having plants makes our home feel cozy and like it has a personality Mm -hmm. and less sterile Mm -hmm. (laughs) than I think it would feel otherwise. And so I'm just super glad whenever I look around my living room and see plants everywhere in various states of distress (laughs) we're all doing the best we
1: can plants I also love having an abundance of plants but the first one that I have to say is cats Mm -hmm. cats yes folks more cats I had six cats my favorite cat died I got another cat I now have six cats again (laughs) and
0: I love it That's it. That's it. That's all there is. That's all I have to say about it. I love hearing about how much you love your cats because I don't think I know anyone else who gets as much joy from their pets as you do from your cats. Aw. Another thing I am happy to have an abundance of is books. Mm. There are too many books to read in this world, but I love having stacks and stacks from the library, even when I have to return them unread, because (laughs) I like having choices. Yeah. And I like just looking at the stack and feeling like, look at all those books out there just waiting for me to read them. (laughs) And I like this in digital form too. I like having some options for audiobooks Mm -hmm. on my phone and just the abundance of books available in the world at any given moment. Love it so much. It's so good. My next one is
1: Hand Me Downs. Like you, we have so many hand-me-downs that we have trouble putting things away in the drawers, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I actually love this because it means that I only have to do laundry for my kids like once a month,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here for it. It really is a trade-off. Mm-hmm. It's nice having less and fewer things to take care of, but that not having to do laundry as frequently, that's a bonus that I have not experienced in my life. Yeah. My final one is blankets. I think about this constantly in the winter. I just really like having a lot of blankets on my bed. Neil's always like, do we need this money? Do you need that one? Are you sure? I'm like, (laughs) yes, I'm sure. (laughs) I need a lot of blankets. I also need an abundance of pillows to go with said blankets. Really just need an abundance of things for my sleeping situation. And also an abundance of blankets out in the living room to be able to curl up under on the couches Mm. when we're hanging out there in the winter just feels so cozy and nice. And we keep our house cool, but I love the feeling of sitting down and just wrapping up in something. Ugh, so nice. I love that too. My final thing that I
1: am grateful to have an abundance of is cheese, Mm -hmm. We always have multiple kinds of cheese in my cheese drawer. A friend of the podcast, who's also my friend in real life, used to say that our cheese drawer is so full that it's comforting. (laughs) (laughs) And I would agree with that. Yes. I have come home from work many a night the past few weeks and had cheese and crackers for dinner. Mm -hmm. And I love it.
0: The perfect filling snack.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, let's wrap up by talking about what we're happy having less of.
0: My first one is hair. Yes. Just before the podcast recording today, I texted getting some encouragement to buzz off all my hair, (laughs) which I have done off and on since I graduated college. I had a slight error where (laughs) I cut off too much on the side, didn't have the guard on, This is an error I have made while cutting Neil's hair and HP's hair. So it's only just that I have now done it to myself. (laughs) And so I went all the way down to a one guard. So this is the shortest my hair has ever been. And I find doing this to be so empowering because it just feels like a way to reject the patriarchal and capitalist norms of our society that say that women need to invest time and money in their hairstyle Mm. and i also just love the low maintenance it's great whenever i do it i think why should men be the ones who have low maintenance hairstyles and women are the ones who need to spend time and money on this that doesn't seem right and it's not but you can just cut off all your hair (laughs) not have to worry about it can recommend The first thing that I am
1: happy having less of is toxic people. Mm. We are very lucky that we do not have toxic people in our lives right now, where if we do, our interactions with them are kept to an extreme minimum. I am really thankful for that. Mm
0: -hmm. My next one is after-school activities. Mm.
1: Yes. We have
0: zero of these, and that is the right amount. That is the correct number of after-school activities I would like to be doing. And I don't expect that it will be this way throughout my kids' childhood, but I'm certainly not in any kind of rush to have that added to our schedule, and I'm just soaking up this time where we can just go to the park, come home and read books. Today, we're going to go to the library after school. It just feels really relaxed, and I think our culture is so go, go, go all the time, and I do not thrive under those circumstances. It makes me feel really sad and like I want to shut down as opposed to energized, which I think is what it does for lots of people. Mm -hmm. So I'm really grateful that we are where we are right now.
1: I like that. The next thing that I am happy having less of is big trips, vacations, and travel. I've talked about this on the pod before, but I'm just not someone who really gets that like wanderlust feeling. Mm-hmm. I am really happy with how much we travel and with how much we stay home.
0: Hmm. Contentment. What a great feeling to cultivate. Mm hmm. A final thing I am happy to have less of is transportation maintenance, Mm. not having a car. And then we've also really streamlined our bike fleet Mm. over the last year or two. We sold one of our cargo bikes. We sold an electric bike that we had. We got rid of an extra bike of Neil's, I think, and have been passing on the kids' bikes as they've outgrown them. Mm -hmm. And it feels like we have just the right amount for our family where before it felt harder to keep up with the maintenance. Mm -hmm. So I am happy where we're at with our transportation situation and the ease it brings to our lives. Sounds great.
1: The final thing that I am happy having less of is the ambition. (laughs) I
0: love this so much. (laughs) Same.
1: I feel like I really was gung-ho going into nursing school that I was going to go into midwifery school and do all these things. And now mm-hmm. that I have this job that I'm really happy with, I feel so, like you said, content and settled. Mm-hmm. And I am still learning so much, but I just don't feel the need to like get to the next thing. I'm like, I can just do this for a while. This feels mm-hmm. really good. So yeah. I am here for it.
0: Yeah. Just appreciate where you are. I found when I started to fill out this outline that it was actually kind of challenging to think of what I want more and less of because I feel like we're in such a good place as a family Mm -hmm. and have worked really hard to have the right amount of things in our lives Mm -hmm. and just feel really grateful to feel that way. It's been a really interesting exercise to think through that and- The things that I want to change are within reach. I can organize the Tupperware. That is a possibility (laughs) in my life. But that the big pieces, I don't feel like I need more or less. And it sounds like you're in a similar place.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree. And I feel really fortunate, like you said, about that as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll end our conversation here today. But listeners, we would love to hear the things that you wish were more or less or are just right in your lives. Now let's talk about what we've been eating lately. I brought back a favorite from
0: my childhood, Mrs. T's pierogies. Have you had a pierogi? Only recently, about three months ago, I found them at the grocery store in the frozen section and was looking for frozen food, and we had them. I don't know if I had the right accoutrements to eat with them. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like it could have been a better experience. So tell me about yours. I grew up eating these and they are from the frozen section.
1: So probably similar to what you got. Mm -hmm. And for people who don't know, this is a pastry, kind of like a ravioli, that has mashed potatoes and usually something else with it inside. So mashed Mm -hmm. potatoes and cheese, mashed potatoes and onions, something like that. So the ones I just had were mashed potatoes and cheese and how my mom always prepared them growing up. Was to cut up some onion Mm -hmm. and saute it in butter and then add the frozen pierogies, cover them, and let them warm up and maybe flip the pierogies once so they got a little brown. So then you had kind of butter and onions that went with them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so what I did today was even more basic than that. It was just butter and (laughs) pierogies. And... It was amazing. It is the ultimate comfort food to combine cheese, potatoes, and pasta all in one dish and then slather it with butter. Mm -hmm. I really don't think that there could be anything more comforting to me. And they were delicious. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Carbs on carbs with butter. It's how I roll. It's great. (laughs) What have you been eating, Sarah? I have been eating a lot of chocolate and gummy bears that I brought home from Germany. Mm. They are all gone now. I feel very sad about it. I loved how affordable this was when I was at the grocery store and I saw how little it costs to get a good quality chocolate bar and good quality gummy bears. I was like, oh, I'm stocking up. (laughs) And it is one of the things that has convinced E that she could move to Germany for a year. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And I feel great about that. So good. That's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Abby, and with all of you listeners. You can find out more about everything we talked about today, including
1: what we're reading and eating, in the show notes in your podcast player. You can also leave us a comment on Instagram. We're at Friendlier Podcasts, or you can email us, friendlierpodcasts at
0: gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly.